0: There's there's only been ten games for the Cavs this season, so he hit two game game winners in those in those games. Yeah, yeah. That's a one out of five chance. There's a twenty percent chance LeBron will hit a game winner in the playoffs. <laughs> this is statistical fact at this point.
1: Welcome back! Another episode of High Time Halftime. It's Michael, And and um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's been it's been a bit, and a lot has happened. We're kind of midway through round two, and our last episode covered you know ending of round one. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, I just wanted like to shout out to.
0: To our six followers. <laughs> like that's that's big for us, you know? Like that's, yeah. that's uh, crazy. on on my on the SoundCloud analytics page, I actually got like a whole 20 listens, and that was surprising. <laughs> when we started this, you know, it, obviously we're just doing this for fun, but we thought maybe you know we'd get like two to five listeners. So it's been cool to see some see some play buttons on that. And uh, seeing some feedback from people, you know, a couple people saying it's pretty cool. They want to hear more, so that's been nice. So, you know, thanks to all, all those, all of, all of you who've been, who've been listening and supporting so far. Appreciate yeah.
1: it. Yeah, we appreciate that. And I actually, got a question from a listener. Oh, <gasps> is this our <a> first Q and A? What do you guys want to do when the playoffs are over? Uh, yeah. And honestly. I guess we just got to do the other part of our podcast and that's it. <laughs> Until next season, yeah. and we'll be back, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, we have other stuff to talk about other than the playoffs. We wanted to touch up on um you know the the Heat and Riley um interview that was this week. You know, we we're like Heat fans, so we just wanted to like touch up on that.
0: Yeah. So, basically for for those who are unaware, um after we were eliminated by the Sixers in the first round, you have a couple days off. And then the media does kind of like exit interviews with, with the coaches, the players, the, the staff and stuff. And Pat Riley, who's the the head of the... He's not the owner, but he's like the president. He's of, like the face of the Heat. Yeah, he's the yeah. face of the Heat franchise. Legendary basketball figure in Pat, Pat Riley. And uh, one of the more notable things he said was that concerning Whiteside, um, basically Whiteside just, he wasn't physically ready for the playoffs, he wasn't mentally ready for the playoffs, and that kind of... um that kind of struck a chord with uh, anyone who actually saw the series and they, they, they saw he, he really didn't show up. Five points a game. Yeah, he averaged five points a game. And he had he his aver-
1: minutes too. Like he, he his was. minutes
0: were severely reduced. He was a max player playing something, averaging like 10 or 11 minutes in the playoffs, which is horrendous. Which was supposed to just call because he was playing so bad. Yeah. And Riley himself said, I would have I would benched Whiteside side too. Yeah. Because and- the, the amount of money we're giving him, and the the production he's giving us is not at all tangent. Yeah, he
1: was just in, he wasn't mentally prepared, and he honestly, I think, no, mostly he wasn't mentally prepared. Yeah. <laughs> like he just was flopping everywhere, yeah. and he... and
0: and to and to be fair, he had some ling some lingering uh, issues. Um, he was wearing a, a knee brace for most of the year throughout the regular yeah. season when he really didn't want to, but. The heat medical staff basically, not forced him, but really strongly advised to keep it, keep it on, keep playing with it, and he he felt it, very, it severely limited his his athleticism and his mobility. Honestly, the the problem with knee braces and these other braces that these players use is that their body
1: gets used to it. So once you start playing, you know, especially with your knee um, being injured, your knee's gonna be stiff. So definitely that could be a factor. Um, into his playing but there, Riley was also talking about what um, the future well the future of the Heat organization with Whiteside mm-hmm. um, whether or not we're going to keep him or we're going to trade him off um, do you have any ideas like where he could go or who would <laughs> we trade him with because <clears throat> right now he is not looking like he deserves
0: his max <laughs> yeah. you know payment Um, well there have been rumors that <coughs> Riley is exploring um, exploring trade options, but honestly, I don't see it happening. And then, just just I think last night, or the night before, he came out and said, we're not going to trade Whiteside. But I think it's more a matter of he can't trade Whiteside because of his massive contract and exactly. and poor, poor effort and attitude on the court. Because Whiteside's a talented player. He just has a lot of a lot of attitude issues, a lot of like character flaws that I think hinders him from being as great as he potentially could be. His drive isn't there. Yeah. Definitely. Um I think he got his money and he was like, okay, like cool. Yeah. Like and- honestly for for trades I don't see it happening. Uh I like I don't I don't understand why he can't just be a DeAndre Jordan type player where he's like He's a shot blocker. He's a rim runner, and he, like, throws in lobs and putbacks. But, like, he wants the whole offense to be centered around him, and our offense is just a lot better when it's not. He, at this point in, in in his career. Do you think it's us? Like, Yeah, no, it definitely is kind of the Heat style because we're not we're not using him to the best of his ability, but, yeah. Yeah. but our offense runs a lot better when we're playing a more fluid style of basketball rather than, like, a more Archaic 80s style post-up basketball, which he's not even that good of a post-up player. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just an interesting tidbit. You know, this is going to be a very interesting offseason. I think this offseason, not just for the Heat, but just for the league in general, this offseason is going to be fucking bonkers, man. Like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Where is he going?
1: Is he staying? Is Kawhi staying? That's a big question. I honestly doubt it. You Do think you doubt it? Yeah, I I know him and Pop have a good relationship, but um after him not showing up in the playoff games and I said that too. Yeah. I said that episode one, he's not there in San Antonio. He gone. <laughs> he's leaving, dude. Like, and I think a lot of other organizations would appreciate him more, and a lot of teams are looking at him. No,
0: there's a, there's most teams in the league are basically getting all their their chips ready to go all in on on a Kawhi off season. Yeah. Yeah, and I really hope we land him. That'd be crazy. That would that would be but that would be pretty. Insane. We wouldn't get be able to give him his money, you know. No, n- but in that in that sense, for Kawhi, no one's untouchable. I I pre I had previously said I don't want Winslow gone. I don't want Whiteside. I mean, f- right now at this moment, I want Whiteside gone. But before I did it, I don't want Richardson gone. You know, I don't want Adebayo like gone. It. But for for Kauai, at Trade, the, trade half the team. Go ahead. Even take, if we have a Spolstra, take Spolstra. Even if we had a four man roster, we don't even have a fifth man on the court. I'll take Kawhi, dude. Oh my god, take Wade for a year if you want. Yeah, I mean every every other fucking team, dude. <laughs> yeah, for real. He had a vacation all across the the East Coast. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be. There's a lot of um, rumors that. Basically, Kauai's uncle, I believe, is is yeah, one of the main sources. This, he's actually. one of the main sources of tension. That he he's not in, in the same page with the San Antonio locker room anymore, basically, and and Kawhi's like group, his his second opinion medical staff and stuff, are saying different things from the team medical staff, so it's causing a lot of like rifts between in in their relationship. Did you know Kawhi actually recently invested in um, some homes in New York?
1: Yeah, so that could be a little factor, seeing him in Knicks uniform. Or or Nets uniform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes I mean, to Brooklyn. He's literally going to go to Black Jersey, from Black Jersey to Black Jersey.
0: Um, that would be cool, you know. <laughs> that would be cool. In Knicks news, um, David Fisdale was hired as the Knicks head coach, which um, he was an assistant coach for the Heat back in 2015, I believe. Then he left. He was head coach of the Knicks for a season. He went to the playoffs, took the Spurs. He took two games off the Spurs in the playoffs. That's when he had his legendary, they ain't gonna rook us. Oh. And then he, like, he's like, oh, they're trying to rook us. They're not gonna rook us. And then he ends the interview slamming on the table and he's like, take that for data. That became a huge thing, and I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, you remember remember take that that for that. (laughs) I actually do remember that. So that was crazy. David Fisdale, you know, long time associate of the Heat. I was really happy to see him, you know, get a get a chance somewhere else. And he was in Memphis doing a really good job. Unfortunately, Memphis fired him a few games into this season in a very confusing move that left a lot of people very, very just bamboozled in general. And um, so he was fired, and that sucked, but it just now, it, like I think two days ago, it was announced, he interviewed with the Suns, he, he, he could have had a four-year, several-million-dollar contract with the Suns, and he turned it down and he said, I'm, I'm going to try it with the Knicks. So that yes. that'll be cool and and like Heat Knicks have kind of like a 90s rivalry going. It's not so yeah. much it's not so much in recent years, but you know there there's like residual bad blood between these teams. So it's kind of cool that a former like it's kind of like a I guess sibling rivalry in a way that a former Heat assistant coach is now coaching our former rival team. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of poetic. <laughs> Dude, everyone in the East
1: are rivals. Honestly. Yeah, I guess. Like Boston Heat Cleveland, heat, key, low-key. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder, are, are we going to, about the, the question that we, we were asked earlier, are we going to do, like, because basketball is one of those sports that we're lucky enough to have pretty much year-round. Um, Like, there's Eurobasket, there's yeah. March Madness, there's this and that, there's Olympics every now and then. So, I'm like, are we doing, like, all these foreign shits? No, I was <laughs> like hell, fuck no. I would do Olympics. I think the Olympics, when of the Olympics, Are they this year? No the Olympics like just happened like twenty sixteen. Yeah. Oh okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, so but we'll we'll figure it out. Wait, is that because it, every it's every every two it, it, every two years is it's it's a winter summer oh, winter summer? Okay, yeah. So it's every four years. So twenty twenty, so. we would have the yeah this this winter just passed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, twenty eighteen. So we won't get summer basketball in the Olympics till twenty twenty. We'll be around. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll have like forty listeners by mm-hmm. then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. That's our goal. Forty? In two let's, years. Let's go, let's go for fifty, you know? Why 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 sell yeah, us so yeah. short? We're going to, we're going for fifty view fifty listens.
1: Fifty listens and twenty followers.
0: Twenty followers. Make sure to smash that like button, hit that subscribe button, share if you like it. All right, sorry. That's that was the <laughs> and follow. Forgot follow. Yeah, that was the YouTube bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So into some playoff series, we had a Wait, lot... wait,
1: we didn't talk oh. about OKC.
0: Oh no, you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, well, this is to make up for in our last episode, we somehow forgot to mention the OK the Thunder Jazz series, which is a was a crazy series, which was a crazy series, really, really um, upsetting. Like, yeah. the 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 Jazz upset the Thunder, and the Thunder were upsetting, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the, and the Thunder were just playing terrible together.
1: And we just wanted to talk about, like, does this mean Paul George is getting traded? Is he sticking around? What's up with Melo? Yeah, so... Like, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things in the air. Yeah, and they got kicked out of the first round, and they, w- they had high, you know, expectations...
0: No, they—they definitely with this new revamped roster and with a Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, they won only one game more than last year in the regular season, and they only won one more playoff game <laughs> than last year. So yeah. it was a very big letdown to say to to put it in the simplest terms. Yeah, pretty much. Um,
1: I I wish I. Like, like Carmelo was shooting terribly.
0: Yeah, Carmelo Anthony had one of the worst seasons of his career. He fell off a cliff in terms of the numbers he was putting up, and it was it was kind of it was kind of appalling to see. And I think the biggest reason for OKC's um, lack of of winning is their coach Billy Doll- Billy
1: Donovan. He had 11.8 ga- uh, points per game Melo? yeah and he
0: was 37 percent from the field yeah he was he was awful yeah he like was playing terrible. coaching coaching isn't gonna fix a player's shooting but it coaching would, it would it would make a player shine it, it, it could make a player shine and they had no plan for Carmelo Anthony being there they just kind of plugged him in and expected him to be a spot-up shooter, expected him to change his play style, and he did to a certain extent, but it wasn't enough. What you can do as a coach is really make offensive schemes that play to your your player's strength strengths. And their offensive scheme is literally just pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pin down, screen, and... ISO. And <laughs> ISO. Because of fucking Westbrook. There's no ball movement, there's no slashing... And a lot of that is attributed to Westbrook, but I yeah. think it's more Billy Donovan's fault. But because they have nothing besides those those pick and roll schemes, and if they they do one action, and if that action doesn't work exactly how they want it to, that's it. They just pass it to Westbrook, and the possession's mm-hmm. over. Westbrook is going to either jack it up, or he's going to like dribble around for twenty seconds, and then yeah. you know just like he's putting turn up turn it
1: over. Probably. He's putting up way too many shots, and. Melo, when he does get the ball, usually just misses. Paul George is, you know, trying to make, you know, the higher twenty points a game. Yeah, Paul
0: George, for the most part, was was really good in this series. He had an awful game six, right? That's when they got eliminated. Yeah, he he had five. He had five points to end the game. Yeah, and um, he he he. Yeah, he just, he just didn't show up, basically. Um, but the, throughout the rest of the series, you know, game one, he showed up when everyone else didn't. He was one of the big reasons they took that game. And throughout the series, he was putting up with like pretty consistently 20 points here and there. And that's pretty good for a second guy. Mm-hmm. Paul George, you, I think ever since he had that really awful leg injury, he, he broke his leg oh God, a few years terrible. back during, like, Olympic practices. It wasn't Olympic practices. Yeah. It was
1: was it the All Star game? Or it could have been another. It was the All Star game and he was literally just going down for like a fast break and he hits the post and his leg literally bends in half. Yeah. It kinda looked like how Gordon Hayward's leg looked. You know, I actually never I
0: actually never saw like pictures or videos of that. Dude, it was nasty. I just know I know I know it was a really bad injury, but I never actually saw it go down. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Um well, yeah, he he had a pretty pretty terrible injury a few years back and I think ever since then he hasn't quite been the same player like before pre pre-injury Paul George had a lot of potential and you know, he still has he still has a lot of talent, but I just think it's a to a smaller degree than it was previously. But, you know, ever since then, uh I think he's a really good second option. He could be really good next to Westbrook. I think he should actually stay. Give it one more year. Yeah. Um, because I I kind of think this year was a
1: fluke. Not really a fluke, but I don't know what they can do to. Yeah, that's the thing. That's like the thing. they need to either let like, go of someone or pick up some people.
0: Like they have such a talented roster with yeah, Westbrook, with Steven Adams. Westbrook, Stephen Adams, Paul George. You have a Raymond Felton who's a really good backup player you have Andre Robertson who to to their to their uh, I guess excuse he was injured the second half of the season he didn't even play in the playoffs but you have some really really young and, and a lot of really young talent you have dynamic pieces it's just you should make this work as the head coach like, you have all these pieces, and it's just they're not being realized to their fullest potential. A lot of people are blaming it on Westbrook. Though. I think it's more on Donovan. And Westbrook is certainly not blameless. He has a lot of this on his shoulders. He has a lot of passion. Yeah. Like, I
1: understand that. But sometimes he's. he too. should be
0: benched or something. <laughs> yeah. like, he's too passionate I think he's sometimes.
1: scared to bench Westbrook.
0: No, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Billy, Billy Donovan doesn't bench Westbrook or Melo when they're just off, when they're just playing terribly. Just look yeah. it up on your phone, dude. Yeah, why yeah, would no, no, you hotspot this. No, I'm just... I was just, just on it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It, sh- it should be on the head coach too. And then Melo over here laughing at the idea of coming off the bench. I was so mad when I saw that. He honestly... Like, why isn't he open-minded about it? Because
1: he literally made, like, 11 points. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, series. you are
0: like, not... You are not like, the player not, you used to
1: be. Yeah. And your pride needs to go down a little bit. Seriously.
0: Lower your... Lower like, your... Lower your it literally happens. You get bad, okay? Like, whatever. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's a thing that happens to every player. It's a natural decline. Exactly, you know, You are not everyone is LeBron. Not everyone is Karl Malone who could just keep going until they're 40. Like... You just you just dropped off, How and and years? by not and by staying on the court, you're actively hurting your team's chances at success. And you won't sit on and you won't come off the bench or you won't sit off the bench to to improve that. I think you should get twelve to thirteen minutes a game max. Damn, like that, like that. Thir- or thirteen at to least 15. at least twenty. I would no, say. not even twenty. Not even twenty. Twelve to fifteen. He can be a strong six man. Exactly, a six man, but you can't be putting up these these shot numbers that you have been before, because they're just not falling for you. Damn. And he and he and he doesn't provide anything on defensive end. He blocks the shots every now and then, like he's he's underrated rim protector. But it's very easy for you to drive past him if you're like let's say sitting at the top of the key or something. Oh,
1: oh man, dude, that thing snapped! I swear to God, I saw that live, and that
0: was terrible.
1: It was he just, actually he just showed me.
0: He showed me the video. It was. It was Olympics.
1: Yeah, it was the Olympics that Paul George literally snapped his leg. Yeah,
0: that that looks that looked pretty bad. It look, and it was lower too. It looked like his ankle.
1: It looked close to his ankle. Yeah. yeah, it was close to his ankle. It was kind of like, you know, Gordon Hayward. That's close crazy. to his ankle. Yeah, it's pretty nasty.
0: But um, so OKC okay, big question marks this season. Yeah. Paul George could leave. He very well could leave to Los Angeles, but I don't see that being a much better situation for him in terms of winning. Um, Carmelo Anthony is gonna probably most likely opt into his twenty-eight million dollar player option that he has set up next season, yeah. and like because he was reports are he is dissatisfied with his role in the Thunder, but he, um, you know, who's gonna turn down twenty-eight million dollars? For, yeah. for one year of, of just doing what you do. I don't think to pay him that much. Yeah, and he's not going to get that, that <laughs> like right type now, of... Anywhere near that type of yeah. contract if yeah. he if he doesn't stay on the Thunder. He I think Maxi would get is probably like a $10 million contract. Yeah, like that's at this what point. his worth is right that's now. That's what his worth is right now. So, so he, mm-hmm. most most likely he's opting in. So you already have Westbrook and Adams under contract. You have Melo uh, opting into his contract. Paul George, you should stay. I think you should give this this team another another go at it. You should kind of do a Toronto Raptors um, culture revamp. Fire Billy Donovan immediately. Hire a new coach. Please, God. Because he has squandered so much talent. Like, how do you have James... No, you didn't have James Harden. That was before Billy Donovan. But still, you know, you were one game out of the finals when you still had KD. And then you choked three games in a row to the Warriors. And a lot of that is due to uh, is due to Billy Donovan. And so. I really
1: hope I don't see Golden State again in the finals. Not even mentioned them. <laughs> well, let's talk about the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, so round, we're going to talk about like round two predictions.
0: Um, we are two games into the playoffs. Yeah, several, several of these series are either most of them are, are up 2-0 and yeah. there's I think only two of them tied 1-1 at this, at this point. Who's tied 1-1? Jazz and Yeah, Jazz Rockets is tied 1-1, and so is...
1: uh, No, that's it. Is that really it? Yeah, because, yeah, Celtics are up 2-0, and Cleveland is up 2-0. And the Golden State's up 2-0. And Golden State's
0: up 2-0. Holy shit, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, we we want to talk about the
0: Jazz first? Yeah, I guess that that one's tied 1-1. Um... Interesting. (laughs) I did not. I did not expect the Jazz to take a game in Houston, especially without Rubio. Yeah. I mean, Rubio's Rubio's maybe like their third best player, but he's still pivotal to their to their offense. I think he's a great guard. But um, (laughs) people sleeping on the Jazz. I'm sleeping on the Jazz. Yeah. You know, no one, no one, like people had Thunder taking them in five. Um, people have rockets taking them in five, maybe six. But dude, Jazz are a good team. They're they're looking real from well real from good game right one. Now. It looked like it looked ugly for the Jazz. Oh, these people are next to us. Oh. Um, Yeah, game one was was ugly for the Jazz. But I think that can be somewhat attributed to um, the fact that they were still kind of lackadaisical from the Thunder series. You know, Thunder played them hard. So they're, they're like, basically the juices were, were, were low. Um, game two, they came out more focused, and that was where they really shined. But, but um, game one was pretty much a beatdown. Rockets just rained threes on them, and James Harden had something like 41. Uh, Chris Paul had a bad game, but uh, there was more than enough offensive talent to carry them through. Yeah. Game and honestly, 2. Yeah.
1: And even in game 2 when the when when they won, Jazz, Donovan Mitchell had 17 points. Yeah. Ingles was the one that was 27 points in 36 minutes, 10 for 13. That was that was really interesting. Mitchell was 6 for 21. Um Goldbert? Goldberg. <laughs> <Goldbert.
0: laughs> hey kids, you want some Goldberg? <laughs>
1: 15, <laughs> 5 and 7. Um Man, that dunk! Everyone's talking about that yeah, dunk. Yeah, the the putback dunk. That was nasty.
0: That that was pretty filthy. Um, yeah. the The thing that's interesting about that is Donovan Mitchell. Even though he didn't have a good game scoring wise, what were what was how many assists did he have?
1: He had eleven assists. He had
0: eleven assists. He was yeah. dishing out a lot because yeah. you know you kind of have to assume. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell's their best player, so the Rockets are going to throw some bodies at him. So, instead of looking to score, which he didn't do amazing, 17 points is still a good number. You know, he's yeah, just, yeah. he's put up consistently 20, 30 points. Um, but his double, it was a good, it was a strong double-double. Exactly. If you just would have shot better, because
1: 6 for 21 is kind of ugly. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. That's like 35%, I would say. But, um, Yeah. Still, like this is a surprise. We it's I, less I, than 35%. I expected Houston to honestly. They could have swept. That's like thirty percent. Or like I felt like they could sweep. Yeah,
0: Houston. Houston has the potential to sweep, but obviously that's not happening. Yeah, but um. But yeah, he, so he was looking to distribute the ball, so that was really cool to see, and it was a team effort. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It wasn't it on the was. backs of Donovan Mitchell. They did it with excellent offense and excellent defense, because Jazz are like. When Gobert is on the floor, is is on the floor, he, they're consistently a top two often uh, defense, because they have this an elite shot blocker anchoring their defense. Because so so it they can chase the Rockets off the three point line and force the Rockets inside, mm-hmm. knowing that they have Gobert to block the rim. Yeah. So what was interesting is that in Game Two, the Rockets in Game One the Rockets just had like thirty threes or something, not thirty threes. A, a three-point attempts. They had a lot of three-point attempts, and they made a lot of them. But in game two, they didn't have as many threes. They had 50 points in the paint, which means they were consistently going in to get their points, and that's fine. The Rockets', the Rockets offense is centered around analytics, and that the three-point shot is objectively more than a two-point shot. <laughs> so that's why all their points are either within three feet of the rim, or... Behind the arc.
1: I feel like this is a this is a series that of um who can score more.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like definitely. Um Capella was doing Capella had a good game. Yeah, he was doing good. And Eric Gordon was actually the only bench player that showed up <laughs> with fifteen points. Um he still was like five for sixteen.
0: I hate that James Harden could have this stat line of nine pretty- for
1: twenty two. Thirty-two points. And Thirty-two points. Sorry, I couldn't see because he was used two out. for ten on the
0: three. Point yeah, he was, he was two for ten, that but great. he gets twelve of thirteen from the free throw line. I hate Harden's game. That's why I don't like him for MVP. Oh my god, did you see that video? Like of him slapping the fans. Yeah, slapping the, the fans bro. in the NBA. Yo, that was that's so true. And bro. then the fan like is quick to cry. He he touched me, <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> boy. I should smack you for saying that. You, you want, want to talk like, out of that game?
1: Yeah, no. know, really? He made like direct eye contact. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was not playing There, He was like, shit. I'm going to fuck this guy up. He's going to go Westbrook on his ass.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, Westbrook was. Oh my was, God. Westbrook
1: made that guy flinch. I thought oh, Westbrook might, like, ever-based. we might have
0: Malice in the Palace part two because I thought he was going to straight up climb the barricade and just yeah, <laughs> like, pummel the. Guy, and the guy would just flinch so bad. Yeah, but um. <laughs>
1: oh my god, that literally. I was listening to um, to uh, the Ringer show, mm-hmm. and they were just making fun of the guy, <laughs> cause he's like all
0: over, you know, the NBA world. Yeah, yeah. as a as a terrified meme, I bet. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. So that series is interesting. Um, what do you think? Who do you think is gonna take it though? I think the Rockets will come out on top because you kind of have to take the rockets I think um but the jazz are definitely scary so for that I'm going to say rockets in 6 I think the jazz will take another one you know if they take both of them at home and we're That's looking scary. and we're looking at another 3-1 jazz upset that will be insane but I don't think it'll happen but you never know with no, this jazz honestly, team I'm I'm no longer doubting imagine it this jazz, jazz team and is golden is state that would be bad. Imagine a jazz golden state like,
1: what? That would be that would be crazy. That would
0: be very weird to see. But, but um, I don't think they can be golden state at all. No. But predictions I think Houston in 6. Yeah, I think Houston in 7. 7? You think Jazz will take it? Yeah. That's that's totally I could see
1: that happening, man. Yeah, like maybe they take one at home and then they go back to Houston Houston wins again. It's 3-2. And then it's back in Utah, and then you know they tie up the series, and then oh. Houston will
0: take it. In the yeah, the Jazz. I think the Jazz is l- not their <clears> luck, <throat> but their their ceiling has been reached right here. But if they can break the ceiling, oh uh, wow, yeah. Let me get the thing. That
1: would be very unexpected.
0: Yeah. Um. Moving on. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about? Oh, please, Cavs! Please, Cavs! Okay. Get me in on this good shit. Lebronto. <laughs> right
1: Lebronto.
0: 23 in the 6. <laughs>
1: <23. laughs> Triple-double, game 1. Wins by 1 point. And in game 2, 43 points, 14 assists, mm. 8 rebounds.
0: Mm. <coughs> you hear that? That's the sound of the Raptors choking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Toronto's cursed. Yeah. Toronto is cursed.
0: They cannot beat LeBron. No, LeBron just loves just loves daddy taking this team. And like, honestly, it's year amazing. After it's, year it's amazing after to watch. Year. As a fan of basketball and as yeah. I'm not even a Cavs fan, I'm just a LeBron fan and yeah. to see what he does on a night in and night out is amazing. <laughs> Like, I, I, I'm gonna get to tell like was, my, my nieces and nephews. Oh my god, I was just thinking about this. Dude. That I saw LeBron James play in his best at his prime. At
1: his prime, and we thought that was so many years, not even so many years ago. He's been on his prime every year <laughs> of his career. For the most part. Yeah. yeah, and I was actually thinking about how boring it's gonna be when LeBron retires. That's going to be a sad day for the NBA. That would be a huge day for the NBA. Um, but, dude, this guy is
0: not human. No, he really isn't. He just doesn't exist. <laughs> and, and to be consistently great without a blemish on your record. Like, like, the only bad thing he has literally ever done was the decision. Yeah. And even then, the proceeds from that went to charities. But uh, you know a lot of people had a problem with how he announced the decision but you know he's never had an arrest he's never been in a domestic violence dispute he hasn't been accused of anything wrong. he doesn't have any drama like, around him he, he has a he causes life. he causes drama just because he's bored and drama in the like the arthur meme and stuff like that like like he hasn't There's no blemishes on his record. No, definitely. And to to just consistently go out on a nightly basis. He played all 82 games this season, and he's averaging 43 minutes in the playoffs. There's only 48 minutes in the game, people. (laughs) That means he's sitting he's sitting down for five minutes. Five minutes. These, these players run like around two to three miles a game running up and he down He said he the was court. tired. And then
1: he comes out and does a triple-double. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm tired. I can't even think about Toronto.
0: <laughs> Fuck you, LeBron. Yeah. And I, I just feel so sorry for the Pacers and, and the Raptors because I don't think there's any team LeBron loves to play more because he just always – and the Celtics, maybe. So those three fan bases have just consistently been under the thumb of LeBron. And I, I, I just I feel for them because that, that shit kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they... Um... Yeah. Anyways. Wait, wait, wait.
1: We can talk about like the different... Because coming into the, this um, series, the Cavs look really weak. Like yeah, we literally, like they people were beating up on the the Cavs roster. No, how could you not? And like <laughs> the highest the highest scorer other than LeBron in the last series was I think Kevin Love with thirteen points a game, <laughs> and that is just sad. Yeah. But man, they came out game in, the, two, in game yeah. one. Game one, they they they, they kind came out. of they like half came out, and then they really showed right, themselves exactly. In game two. And game two, this guy was clipping his nails. <laughs> like honestly That was hilarious When I saw that um, But um Yeah Honestly Kevin Love with 31 points Is he back Finally <laughs> Come on Like what the hell and I mean Cooper's he still He still good.
0: shot Like only what like two He hit like two of eight Or something From the three From the line. Two of six yeah. Okay, that's not that bad. I thought he went two of eight from the three. And he
1: was eleven for uh, for twenty one, so that's not bad at all. Yeah. No. He's plus twenty one.
0: It, it was. It was. They. They basically came out the gates, just force feeding him. J- yeah. They just kept throwing it down low, and he was finding really good looks, and that was cool to see. He 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 was he was falling at one point, looking for the foul, and he literally just threw it up like. Up yeah, his side He just
1: these weird ass like
0: And it actually went in He didn't get the foul call But the bucket counted Because it went in So I was like "What? Wow, that was lucky Yeah like he came
1: He came in, in for a cut And he literally like jumped But like pulled it between his legs And did like a backwards layup And he actually made it And I was like Okay Who are you?
0: Like what? Yeah.
1: 31 points?
0: Yeah that that was like, good shit He was the first uh, J.R. Smith was the first Cavs teammate to score 20 And that happened in Game, in one. game one, but Kyle it took it took over. To- but it took overtime to do. Kevin Love Actually, is no, the no, first no. is the first player to do twenty in regulation <laughs> without the extra basketball. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Kyle Korver got more shots in game one, but not in game two. Yeah. Um,
0: He's been okay. I really, I I really need to talk in about the, I, in game one. I really need to talk about the Toronto choke because they were leading they were leading the whole game literally they were out of the 48 minutes of play time that is that is an nba game they were leading for 47 minutes and 13 seconds <laughs> that's ninety nine percent of the game, <laughs> and LeBron ties it up. First of all, they 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 come back from a pretty big deficit. I think they were down by like. Can we talk 14. about his crazy fadeaway yeah. shot? Too? Well, that that was game two. Well, he hit a, a fadeaway yeah, to tie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He they he ties the game with this disgusting mid range fadeaway, and it just I I, I forgot if it, if. It, goes bank or not but whatever he makes it and they tie it up and they send it to Raptors Raptors fans are stunned they send it into overtime the Cavs take a quick lead and Toronto's coming back and then they have the chance to win it at the end of the game Fred Van Fleet misses a three DeRozan gets the rebound misses the putback Valanchunas misses the tip-in Valanchunas gets the rebound and misses (laughs) the tip-in they had four opportunities to make the ball Twenty-one points in twenty-one, points, and they though. completely <laughs> jacked it up. Yeah, Valanciunas had, was having a great, great. That's game. That's like a, that's an amazing game. Th- a twenty-twenty 20. game for for most centers is impressive. Yeah, but he just he he literally shit the bed right at the end. That was bad because he himself had like three opportunities to tie or win the game, and he missed all of them. And then all the team misses aside from that. It was astounding to watch a choke like that and I did not think that would happen. So you think it was
1: more of a Raptor loss than a Cavs win?
0: Um it was more it was more a LeBron win than a Cavs loss than a Cavs win. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh my god. Oh wait, did I say that wrong? Yeah, you did say that oh. wrong. That's
1: why. Okay. So he was trying to say it was more of a LeBron win than a
0: Raptors, Raptors
1: loss. loss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because um, the team still showed up, but it, most of all, it was it was LeBron. He didn't have a great game, but yeah. it was his greatness that put them over the top. And then game <laughs> two, to make up for the lack of... I mean, game one, what do you have? 26, 11, 13. A yeah. triple-double, but not an impressive stat in terms of LeBron because... We hold him to such a high standard at this point yeah, that 26 wins. points is like, really, in a playoff game? But instead, he follows that up with probably one of the best playoff games of his life, to be honest. This is up there. This is... This like, is up there. A this huge is-
1: upset. Like, disgustingly upset. Because a lot of people were just saying Raptors in... Raptors in, like, five or six. Honestly.
0: But I think you... I didn't expect this to happen. Either. No, I, I never had Raptors taking this series. I think you... You'd be crazy to to take them over LeBron, pretty much, for the most part. I the think, Pacers,
1: what, why did the Pacers <laughs> almost win? Yeah. They're four the, points away. The Pacers
0: were just a better matchup for the role players around LeBron. Like, Thaddeus Young completely manhandled Kevin Love in the Pacers series. And you're probably thinking, who's Thaddeus Young? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's not that impressive of a player, but he matches up really well against him. And then they have these really long wings, and they have Lance Stevenson, who's a pest on defense. So they have really good defensive matchups against LeBron. And vice versa, the Cavs have a really good matchup against the Raptors. Yeah. Because the Raptors have really small guards and really small forwards. Their only their only like advantage in terms of size is their center in Valentunas. And even then, Kevin loves a good matchup against Valentunas because he pulls him out of the paint or he could draw a foul. So what it is is basically basically the Pacers were a better matchup. Honestly, if the Pacers were facing LeBron right now they're in round two, they might have they, they might win because <laughs> LeBron is a little tight tonight. Yeah, but dude, the second half that LeBron had, he was toying with them. In game I, I, two, yeah, in game two, I think toying it was really toying, bad. It w- is a good term because, at, after after really halftime, after high time, halftime, time, <laughs> um, <laughs> selfless plug right there. Yes. After after <laughs> the the halftime buzzer sounded and they came back in for the third quarter, he did not enter the paint again. A lot of LeBron's points come, you know, driving into the paint, and he gets hit in the head, and they don't call it. But he gets a lot of his points driving in. He goes for monster dunks. He goes for, cr- yeah. really he uses really, his body. Exactly, like, he contorts his why, body. That's to, what he
1: does. But like in the second half, he was just fadeaways, fadeaways, mid range, almost every three point, like literally on the line, and the like. space he would cover. He, he what he would do is fake left. And it's, spin, is so spin stiff, right, dude. Do you ever notice his shot? It's, it's, like, it's so it's stiff. Not, it's stiff, but it's butter. It's, I mean, it's
0: like all he leaves. shot. Eight plus He shot eight mid-range fadeaways in okay. the in the third and fourth quarter. Six of them went in, and all all six of them were more, like each one was more impressive than the last. And two of them were were air balls, which is funny because you kind of <laughs> counter the like this really beautiful shot with a really horrendous miss that doesn't even touch <laughs> rim or backboard but sometimes that happens it happens okay, bro. Man. it literally happens to the best whatever you literally you made six of them okay but um <laughs> yeah it just going into the third quarter when when the Cavs are actually moving the ball like they're supposed to yeah because the Cavs are really talented and you know when they they have spurts where they move they move the rock like they're the warriors. You know Jeff Green showed up. And Jeff that Green was showed great.
1: up and he was making some good threes and he was getting some good looks.
0: Yeah, J.R. Smith showed up. Uh, not Corbett. uh George Hill showed up. Um, Tristan Thompson, which is a huge yeah. show up. Yeah, when this is the team that the Cavs are supposed to be. Yeah. But the Cav, the thing with the Cavs is that they're just wildly inconsistent. Not even like game to game, just quarter to quarter, they're think wildly inconsistent. I when they're bringing it back
1: to even Cleveland, they're gonna even play better. They might play better. On like fire
0: that, that's that's the other thing. The Cavs took both games. They're up two well on the Raptors, but they took both games in Toronto. So now that's, they're going what back. What if they
1: sweep? What they're going. They no, this
0: is a very real possibility because they're going back to, into Cleveland, and the the Raptors haven't won a, a playoff game in Cleveland in something like. Five to ten games. I don't know the exact wow. number. I know it's I know it's five or more, but I think it's less than ten. But they like games playoff ga- games in Cleveland, spanning oh, back okay, for like yeah. three years, three four years. Because they, they just thing. don't win in Cleveland. Yeah. They do not beat LeBron LeBron in Cleveland. So LeBreeland <laughs> LeBreeland. <laughs> so it's it's an incredibly steep uphill battle for for the Raptors at this moment. And yikes! <laughs> yeah, like you're yikes, not looking dude. good right now. You are
1: not. And DeRozan's playing great. DeRozan's like, I'm, I'm a huge yeah. DeRozan fan, fan, honestly. Like he
0: is, he is good. But I don't think he's enough. He's the closest Larry, thing we have to co- to Kobe to a modern Kobe. I think, think so? I think DeRozan's the closest thing. Like his game, not maybe not his ment- like that Mamba mentality. Yeah, know? yeah. But his his game is very reminiscent. I never, I mean, I never saw Kobe in his prime, but you know, I still. He I was, know. I know what he was about, obviously. He didn't play
1: crazy good in the second game. Actually,
0: Kyle Lowry played better. Lowry didn't. He was perfect until like the third quarter. Yeah, he's, he was seven for ten. Seven for DeRozan, ten, DeRozan, and I he went. He, he started six of six. He didn't miss a shot until that. Yeah,
1: he was three for six in the three point.
0: DeRozan was zero for five. And two of those went in and out It sucked I remember I literally remember Watching two of those Like go halfway down the rim And bounce right out That sucks
1: That sucks It was just like I think they could win Like Toronto could win Like a game or two But like They really screwed up By not winning at home Especially that first game So I I think Cleveland's gonna take it In five Five? I think they might No I mean Yeah I'm gonna say five I'm gonna say they're gonna At least take one Oh, Cleveland.
0: <laughs> I I I agree with you because this is the year for breaking tradition. The Raptors finally won a game one in 17 years. Yeah. In yeah. the last series. Um and and there's another crazy streak that was broken, right? For what? It was an it was uh oh the the LeBron sweeps. Oh, that yeah. was the, the first time sweeps. the LeBron sweeps didn't happen it, in, in the, the first game round. Seven for a gr- and he a was, this was a, an- another one. He was the first time he was taking a game seven in round one. Yeah. So this is the year for, for traditions breaking. So I think uh, Toronto will take one in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it'll be game three or four. I think it might be game four. They're, like le- The Cavs are going to win game three and with their backs against the wall. And they just go out kicking and screaming. <laughs> Toronto <laughs> will end up bitching and take one game. Yeah, but they're gonna have to. It's gonna, gonna be, be Cavs in five. But it's gonna be Caps in five, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's gonna be so sad. I'm never riding with Toronto again. The baby dinosaurs after this. Nah, you ain't never gonna catch me in a baby dinosaurs dir- in a jersey after this. How you gonna maybe be? No, maybe a Bosch jersey. You know, a bo- uh, uh, that'd be that'd be dope. <laughs> but how you gonna be first seed and? First of all, lose two on the Wizards, yeah, and wizards. then go on to get almost swept by LeBron. At home, I get out of here, bro, dude. The I the, the memes that, that were produced from this game two win were honestly astounding. Like I saw, <laughs> I, saw, I saw, I saw, I saw a few good ones that were like LeBron in a jersey, and it was like he was like superimposed in Jurassic World.
1: Oh it was the
0: scene where he's like training the raptors and he's just like hold <laughs> i saw that have you seen the it one <coughs> the one that he comes out of like the out screen. Of this. That one's hilarious. there's one oh my god there's one um the meteor that killed the dinosaurs and just like you know Photoshop with LeBron's, lebron's face, face. um there, there's another one where he's like he's wearing the rag and he like someone like photoshops a cigarette and he looks like a like a, a deadbeat dad or something. And he's like, I don't I don't see why you got to work so hard the whole season to get home court advantage when you could just win game one and two. <laughs> and I'm like, yikes. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Wait, let's just finish. It's just that. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, Cavs round two. It looks bad for the Raptors, but... We'll see what they can do, and uh, hopefully they can pull it out. That's not today, right? That's tomorrow?
1: That's tomorrow, yeah. Today is um, Houston and Golden State. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: You know. So, uh, next up is... Hey, listeners. Uh, Z on the mic here. Uh, we're just splitting this episode up into two parts because there's just so much good content. We don't want to deprive anybody of those, uh, you know dank basketball analysis so this will be continued to part two make sure you catch the rest over there
1: oh my god